Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Yes, it's still good. Uh, It's Alliance right there. Well done, gang. That's our wake-up song this year. Alliance. It's wacky Apaches out there in San Carlos knocking her stiff for us to start the day. Uh, we were just talking off there about the Prince Harry thing going around, the interviews and all that. And again, he's another one who's just martyring himself. And I, all I see is is cuckoldry. I'm watching a very weak, wimpy man uh, get p- puppeteered by his uh, never made it, has been, never was wife, screaming and yelling. They're treating me poorly, Harry. You have to you have to call everyone you know and tell them to be nice. And and your family's mean. And he's like, well, okay. He's he's got a everybody's had a friend like this. I think uh, you've got one for sure. We all know who it is. That a woman shows up in his life and he just takes on all her traits. <laughs> like he, yep. like we all know a guy yep. who was normal and then he started to date a girl and then he started to say things that were crazy or do things that seemed like wait a minute, when did who's this guy? And he'd start saying things his wife or his girlfriend wanted to say. He started to dress different, started looking a little strange. And then he'd break up with her, and he'd be like, oh, there's my normal friend again. He's back. We're hanging out. We're drinking. Gets another girl and starts dressing her way. Like, he likes country music now. And he's dressing like a country music fan, and he's taking on all her interests. I get the feeling that that's what Prince Harry's done. Meghan Markle, in the three or four interviews I've seen, is completely dictating this dude's life. He's out of the royal family. That's a, a multi-billion dollar thing. You could, you know how much I will put up with, and most people would put up with, in a multi-billion-dollar situation. You can treat me pretty poorly as a brother. I'd be nice to my sister, and I don't like her at all. You would, absolutely. Wow, billions on the line. That's asking you a think lot. I'm walking away from that family? No way. What about a hundred million? Okay, that sounds great. That's what their Netflix deal is. Yeah, I'll go. Well, yeah, I'll go over to uh, 
I mean, for her, she's set. Look, $100 million is one. Yeah. If I got billions versus $100 million, I'm going to go to dinner with the sister. And I'm going to play nice. There's no money or no like future on the line. Then I don't, you know, everybody does it at work. You tolerate a bunch of uh, b holes at work all the time. For why? Because you get paid to be there. You essentially get paid to be part of the family. There's some issues that come with it, but he's running around crying his eyes out because his wife never was famous, and she's mad that she looks like the mean one. And keep in mind, her dad's been saying this the whole time. She's a manipulative skank. And when your dad's going on TV saying that, and then it turns out, oh, he might have been right the whole go. He's the Jose Canseco. Yeah, he's kind of the one that everybody's like, <laughs> crazy? Yeah, he was crazy. Oh, her father's insane. He's yep. not, he won't go, I don't have any need to go to that wedding. My daughter's a skank. It's like, oh, what a horrible man. It's like, wow, it turns out he may have been just telling us the truth the whole time. Because this poor Harry is on some puppet strings going from Anderson Cooper to Stephen Colbert to the ITV interview he did last night. And, oh, it's just bashing his family. And it's like, she's got some sort of a control over this, dude. Because nobody's asking her to talk. It's Harry. Go, what, your brother? Your brother punched you once? Yeah, brothers punch each other. That shouldn't be a story. I'm surprised William, who I see as the weakling, knocked you on your ass, tough guy. I wouldn't fight back. I love him too much. Oh, good one. Your wife gave you a good line there. Yeah, I don't have much respect left for that Harry dude going around saying he wants to fix it with his family, and his family has to sit and watch the interviews to find out what they need to fix instead of just calling your family and saying, hey, if we're going to fix this, here's what needs to happen. Because if you I need was, to put on this outfit. If I was Charles. You need to march down the. Yeah, I would be, uh, I'd be on the phone with him going, uh, enough with Anderson Cooper. Let's talk. And he won't. No, you guys are mean, and you don't like Megan. Boo. She didn't get a uh, didn't get a ride on the jet for Mum's grandma's uh, right. funeral. What did he do? A fly coach? He's yeah. on Southwest. Yeah. Southwest. He got find, canceled. Find your own way. <laughs> By the time he got there, well, he got dumped. And he's not part of uh, his dad's coronation coming up. They're not. He's not in the script. He can go if he wants, but he's not part of the program. And uh, you know. Yeah, the Royals are they're kind of setting their ways. That's that's the deal. He's not stirring it up too much. We knew well, that most of them were racist. Functional. All for some above average looking broad. Right. That's it. She's that's above it. average. She's a barely above yeah. average. She's pretty. Yeah. But uh from the neck down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Run of the mill. I know. Until the next one. We've all had friends that just get enamored by one and then you're like, all right. I hope well, you're happy. Something that bonds them, right? That she's turned him on the they whole have family. Their kid now, right? And now, yeah, she's locked to him forever. But it's that that manipulative, crazy girl that turns without even without realizing it has turned you against all your friends and your family. And then the only thing he's got in his life is her. Now, that's it. Think about it. That dude can't go out and make new friends at a bar. He's not going to get a job and buddy up to his new coworkers. This is it. He's got Megan. That's all. And she's telling him to go out and bash the only people that are actually going to help him out. Because she won't let him so, hang out with the, the war boys, the military gang that he's in. Where? In Santa Barbara? They, they go out and stir it up. Yeah, they can't do it. He can't go anywhere. She's got him on lockdown. Why don't you call Anderson Cooper and tell him how racist your family is? Oh, all right. My family's awful. It's terrible. You did great, Harry. Get on the Royal Scepter and do your work and... He Make could reach him out think to that, his uncle, maybe Andrew. 
<laughs> Maybe. Where is he? Back on Epstein Island again? <laughs> I just I, I look at that guy and I'm like, man, somebody. I've we've all had that friend, and it doesn't matter royal or otherwise. You can be a hobo. You can be the, the in the royal family. You can you're susceptible to the. This girl gives me blowjobs. I'm going to do everything she says. And then you, we've all had that buddy. I'm sure Mangoop's gone through it about 15 times. <laughs> Where Mangoop seems normal when he's single, and then he's got some lady, and you're like, what happened to you? 15 times in the last year. Yeah. We've all had that friend. The girl makes him... We're going to take a run at it. Makes him different. And he says weird things. I had a friend who had a girlfriend who liked country music, and he was in country clothes. They broke up. He was normal again for a little while. Uh, dated some other girl who was into like weird stuff and was like wildly political and a little bit uh, off. He took on all her beliefs and thoughts and would tell us how wrong we were. And I'm like, you didn't have these thoughts eight months ago. These are all new to you. They break up. He's back to normal again, not talking about politics or anything else. And this was early 20s, mid 20s. Sherry's hitting it a little late in his 30s and stuff. But yeah, well, he's. Yep. He's going through that phase. We'll yeah. see how long it lasts. He never had that thing. But this, you know, a couple of friends of mine and I have parted ways because, like, the girl said, I don't like your friends. And he had to get a whole new batch of friends she approved of. That's what I'm seeing with this tennis coach's kid. Like, she didn't like the people. He did. Like, if she can get him away from the people that she didn't like and convince him they were bad. Then she can start picking and choosing who's going to be around. And she's she's done it. Tennis coach still alive? I think so. Yeah. Why don't they start a real father? Because he's not an idiot. The tennis coach took the money to shut up, <laughs> just like Harry should have done a long time ago, and he hasn't peeped once. And he know. And plus, God knows what kind of child support they'd hit him for. Oh man! The, the amount of money they've spent on him if he comes out and starts screaming, "I'm the dad! I'm the dad!" You go full black guy on Maury on this one. I am not the father. I don't want to be. Give him a dance after he gets the paperwork and all that kind of stuff. Bay would come out of that. The royal family, all right, if you're the father and you want to be, you owe us approximately $8 billion for the rearing of Harry. Would you come to the palace? Let's talk about it. (laughs) Right. Two days later, hunting accident at Balmoral Castle. We'll send a car. No, no, I'll drive myself. No, no, don't worry about it. We've got someone. We call it the Dodi Fayed Express. Yeah, good luck with that one. But I've been watching that for a few days, and he keeps popping up. And I'm I'm seeing two of my old friends through their 20s like, ooh, I've seen this song and dance where the dude loses his balls to the girl. And everybody says, oh, his balls are in the freezer. They're in the purse, yeah. Our, my friend Jim used to have a friend uh, named Dave, and he's like, Dave's the best guy in the world till he has a girlfriend. I'm like, why? And he goes, then he goes underground. I'm like, what? And he goes, not allowed to hang out with us. He always picks a girl that dominates his world. And he goes underground for a few months, and then he resurfaces. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's like, oh, how you doing? I'm good. Broke up with Sherry. Oh, is that why you're calling? You're back, huh? You're back above your surface boy again. You went underground for a little bit. Find another lady. Goes and we're here for him. Yeah, goes underground. We go, you're playing, drinking. He's fun. Then he finds another girl. He's underground. Comes back in a Merlot cardigan. What, what are you wearing? Oh, nothing. That's where I dress now. It's the way someone dresses you now. That's the difference. That's why Brett's people are right. Oh! <laughs> Just lift your hand Fire up. across. Yeah. What are you wearing? That's my mother. <laughs> that was what Harry should have said. Hey, oh, that's my father. That's my family. He don't have the balls to do it. He doesn't. That's why she's just 
puppeting him around. It's hard to watch because you're like, I thought I kind of liked that kid, but he's a weakling. I wonder if Megan's just pissed off that she wound up with the guy that's never going to really amount to. <laughs> right. You know, he's, he's never got a chance to be king. He's she married just, the also ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she married third place. And uh, eh. she ruined it. And also she was never famous and realized, oh, now I can't be an actress because I'm now this. I took this princess role and I didn't like it. So she got out of there. More so, she didn't like it. She didn't want to get chased around. She's not British. She didn't want to live in England. So she uh, she poured some poison in the well. For that kind of jack, I'd I'd, I'd live in Maryville. I would I too. Mean, a geez. billion dollars, yeah. I would li- I would live in Guadalupe, knowing my <laughs> bank account can cover me. The, the elote off of the bashes carts. Oh, I'm in. Maybe that's I'll what make he's it doing. Good. Trying to build her up enough that uh, look when this thing falls apart. You'll be okay. Can you imagine if she leaves him? And that's usually what happens with some narcissist lunatic chick. She gets everything she needs out of you, drains him dry, and looks at him and goes, you're weak, and leaves. And the next, and then he's got to go crawling back because he's not going to be any good on his own. It's fun to watch. Does he still get an allowance from the Royals or no, is he uh, done? Not like he used to. Okay. He got a nice chunk. Oh, okay. I don't know if he's still getting monthlies, but I can't imagine they would – Ever let him go because he's a representative. But if you were so. to ever, you know, say the other side of it, uh, talk about the system and how it works. Sure. Look at the perception that has created around her. We don't. What we're getting is what the press has been writing about that she's this manipulative. That yeah, well, now poison well. At first well, they it's actually been that way her. for. Mm, they did. I, I think when it first came out, they were. Go back there and was read. there was an article saying, "Oh well, someone in the family remember like, right? It was never like about her because her. she's minority. She was victimized, like she was the one that they were protecting by saying, well, Prince Philip.' Uh, yeah, is they were racist. rolling it on someone, right? It wasn't her. Yeah. She was protected, like, oh, that's terrible. I can't believe she's going through that. And then she went and ratted everybody out. She's a rat, Brett. Oh, I got no use for this one. Me neither. And then I'm watching the other thing uh, that I thought was hilarious. I still don't understand people who follow reality tv and like think it's real i get it if you find it entertaining but you think it's real the real housewives lost a cast member rena lisa i don't know which one it is but how do you lose a cast member in a reality show that would be like uh we had a reality show and brady wanted to leave it i'm out like well i see you every day how are you not (laughs) like i'm still in you're you're part of the show still just because they're following me around so if we were really friends, you can't leave You're the cast. There. Well, I, I guess she was never part of it, but then she was around somehow. And the the Osbournes, the oldest daughter. Yeah, well, the Osbournes was but never she there. Wasn't in. She's like, I I don't want to be part of this. So when I'm there, turn the cameras off. Yeah, because she. But that was way back. But when so it was now kind she of wants real. her. Uh, I think it is. Just turn the cameras off. I'm back in because I'm not in. But then you're the, not the real. Then you were never part of their lives. Are like, they going to hang out? Still? You're scripted. It's all yeah. planned. And people are like, oh, they're, they're, those two hate each other. I'm like, wow, well, this is not a real thing. Like, nope. These dinner parties are set up by the network. So many dinner parties. A lot. Too much. I couldn't do it. A lot of shopping. They could see. do that. Yeah, but the, again, like I have my friend Mark. I have you guys. I have this. I see you guys every day. And my uh, all my friends that I see normally, if one of them says I don't want to be part of the reality show after seven or eight years, I'm like, well, how is this possible? We're, we're like, I see you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Then it's not reality. It's can it's, we call it? Uh, can we rename it? It's how about an actual show? TV show? As <laughs> yes, it's TV show. 
Well, Frank Caliendo was the one that always had a great joke about that. He goes, I can't stand reality TV because it, it, the people who like it bother me more than the show itself. He was watching Duck Dynasty, and he goes, and Duck Dynasty was the one of the worst ones. And they'd be like, uh, whenever they'd have a problem in the family, all right, that's it. We're having a spelling bee. It's like competition. Wait, then, you know, like a board set up and all this. I'm like, somebody had to write this. This is unscripted my ass. A spelling bee? Grandpa's going to bungee. That's it. We're having a family issue. Time for a tater sack race. Like, wait a minute. Nobody solves their problems like this other than the Brady Bunch. We're going to run with eggs and spoons to solve this quandary. Like, okay. And then all the other ones did it. But I don't get how Gene you Gene can... Simmons and his family are still doing competitions. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Gene Simmons is great. That was a good one. Because all you knew was that they were whores. And you got to watch them whore around. Reality show doesn't make sense to me when somebody can leave the cast. How real was it if somebody's like, no more. I'm not going to be part of it anymore. So you don't hang out at the houses anymore? No. I don't have to go over to the set. It's weird. Oh, I told you a friend that was on one of the dating ones, and he said it just got to the point where even the line after the date, it was like they did 20 different takes. Uh, oh, yeah. Say this line here. Now let's yeah. say it this way. Well, Doug Hopkins, who did that uh, flipper show. And where he kind of he made a name for himself on that. I still go out with people like, oh, I love you on that show, Doug. And he's like, ah, see, I'm famous. And I'm like, yeah, how could you miss that head? <laughs> Everybody saw you. They see you on TV all the time. But he did that flipper show, and he's like, oh, none of it was real. They had real moments. And he said, but, you know, you knock on a door, and there's a camera on your side. The door opens, and there's a camera on the other side. So you got to do two takes of your hello. Yeah. And he said, right there. He's I like, didn't know about the camera. He said, all the times, he, <laughs> said, he said, there were moments when I'd really get mad. And he said, the reason they loved Doug on the show, he's like, I'd really get upset at something, and I'd be yelling at a guy, like, you got to get this done right, blah, blah, blah. And the producers would come over and go, that's awesome. Can you do that again? We're going to set up over here. And he said the thing that they liked about him was he could be equally as hypertensive and red and weird the second time through when he wasn't mad anymore. But he hated it. He was like, I just thought it was just ridiculous. There's nothing about it that was real. Because, you know, you have to reset lighting, camera, yeah. do all this stuff, and kind of hang on a second, we'll do this over on this direction, whatever. We all know it. Remember we used to watch that repo show, the guy that would go out and repo cars? Oh, great Repo stuff. King or yeah. something like that? But there were cameras set up all over the place. And the, what's going on out here? How'd they get a camera in your house, sir? Like, you had to know they were there. You can't have a camera behind the guy surprised. Oh, it's real. Yeah, they're surprised somebody's repoing the car, but yet a camera crew had to knock on the door and go, hey, can we hang around your house? Well, sure, I have no idea why, but if you'd like to film me wandering around the house for a little bit. Hey, I think somebody's stealing your car, Jethro. What? <laughs> Dog the bounty hunter. Let's do the chase again. <laughs> right. Dog was a great one. Because <laughs> you'd see sometimes, Dog's big mistake when I would watch, which I loved, was driving by different like the same location a couple times. Like you'd see them in front of uh, DeKine bail bonds as they're leaving the parking lot, and then they'd say something, and then they'd be driving down the road, and they'd be parked at a streetlight, and then they'd cut to whatever the reaction was, and it was back in the DeKine parking lot. I'm like, huh. They did that take a couple of times in different spaces and didn't think we'd notice. Well, I did. Yeah, the, the, I just did. The comments I was reading on the thing is she's leaving Real Housewives. The show will never be the same. It's like, yeah, you'll get over it. Just go watch five or six people in Scottsdale walk through the mall. Isn't that the same thing? Is that what you're interested in? 
your peeping Tom nature. It's a very strange thing. Uh, we've got an announcement coming up in a little while for uh, the U Fest. Got to wait fifteen minutes. Can't, I don't. Can't is do it, it seven o'clock and we're supposed to? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of the details. I know a couple I think of the Toledo's bands. Got Toledo's got them. Toledo's got them. I don't know when it. it's happening. I don't know what time. I'm in the dark. I know when it happens. I know where, but and a couple of the bands. Toledo's allowed to say, aren't you? No, you you can do it if you want. The, Sweet. It, it just goes active at seven o'clock. You oh. can't get anything until seven o'clock. So just know that. We're going to give you the information a little bit early, but at seven o'clock, everything will you'll you'll get everything on the you website. You buy tickets and stuff, and you can buy tickets. It okay. says here tickets aren't on sale till Friday. The website on Live Nation goes live at seven a.m. Oh, where all, all your details are. Yeah, yeah. This is announced Monday at seven in the morning. Right. That's, That's a ways said. away. You, you want to stretch early. for fourteen more minutes? Has Cliff Kingsbury been fired yet? Uh, let me look at that. Uh, Adam Schefter put out a tweet that says Michael Bidwell and Cliff Kingsbury are meeting this afternoon in their annual this afternoon end of the year end in of review. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> exactly. Carolina and Denver have already asked Sean Payton for an interview. Maybe his representative will be. Well, have you seen Whoa. Veronica? She's off in Thailand right now in the ocean. And she, I was there. She, you weren't there. <laughs> I was friend. right there. You have never been there. No, no. You have been in that water. Oh, in the Fifi Islands. Yeah. She is. Uh, she packed a proper wow. bikini. There is a bunch of five foot one inch men in Thailand right now, very confused by this Amazon ass. That's oh, the longboat crew that took her there. Well, they are jerking it. Fantastic. They might not like her. No, they liked everyone. Did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a thing. Thailand had a well, thing for all of them. After going through COVID and two years of being shut down, they loved anyone on the boat. Yeah, but that, yeah, they I mean, need like, that tourism money. I mean, they money. especially love that. I wonder if they were attracted to that though. Uh, yeah, I'll pull up some of the pictures. There's a thousand lady boys over there just seeing what Let me just put it this way. If that's what you're attracted to, how in the world do you ever look at a Thai woman and say, okay? Yeah. It's (laughs) so different. Yeah. Some girl sucking a Dr. Pepper out of a bag. (laughs) And then you got her standing (laughs) in the water like, I'm going wherever she lives. Like, no wonder there's... a particular view seeing a bag of ice, of (laughs) Thai iced tea. Yeah. And they just drinking out of Ziplocs, and then you look over, and the red thong of Veronica Bialik just (laughs) splashing around in your water. You're like, where does that live? I want to live where that is. I don't want to look at this four-toothed woman sipping Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pibb out of a sack. Dr. K. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Homemade Dr. K. Oh! There was a Thai version. I can't remember what it was called. I don't know if it was Dr. Pepper. Bag-o soda? It was was similar to that. It was a prune soda. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand if you're attracted to that, how you can live in in like a group of people that just don't even look anything like that. Which is why I think our borders are flooding. I don't think Mexicans find their women attractive. <laughs> it's her fault? Yeah, I don't think Mexicans like their ladies. It's got to be it. They're just going to where all the ass is, where TMZ keeps telling them where to live. Like, good Lord, you're not going to get... reproducing well enough. They like something. Which I think since, you know, the border crisis, we should be putting up on TMZ more of those Mexican weather ladies. Oh, yeah. Better keep those guys from leaving. Yeah. She needs to be on TV all the time. The the Suns have a thing uh, where at halftime they run a commercial for Spanish broadcast stuff, and they have a a Spanish weather girl with a gorilla doing some weather report in Espanol. And the whole place just stops and just watches this beautiful woman do the weather for a second with the gorilla. And you're like, oh. You hear a lot of shh. Yeah. I can't speak Spanish, but I like to hear her make sounds. So it's pretty awesome. Well, Cliff should be fired very, very soon. 
And if they're going to meet this afternoon, just announce he's fired already. I mean, get it out of the way. What's with all the, you know, the charade of secrecy? Yeah, there's no chance they're keeping him, right? I wouldn't think. Oh, the the uproar from the fans if they're like, Cliff's going to stick around another year of the contract. Lose their minds. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Everything yeah, must. Everything would. must go, and there's a good chance that uh, offensive line coach and accused groper uh, Sean Kugler should be like in charge of everything. But he might actually own the team by the by the time this is all over. Because all signs point to him being railroaded out of a job here by the Cardinals. There, this is not going to be good. Wait till that Super Bowl's over and all that news starts coming out about Kugler being innocent. And They're like, the longer we can push it down the road, the no. Well, they, the NFL does not want any of this stuff happening here in Arizona. While the, the Cardinals can't be in that much turmoil, and Bidwell can't be in that much garbage while he's the standing there, team. yeah, being the host. Uh, That's why they're team. offering Warren Sapp some tickets to the game. <laughs> hey, Warren, we got uh, free room. A couple ladies will meet you up there. Try not to toss them around the hallway this time, if you don't mind. Yeah, we haven't heard from Warren since the last time the Super Bowl was in Phoenix. Just keep him out of Peoria. Isn't that where he got busted? I think he was right downtown. Just picked picked a couple broads up who asked for extra cash and threw them down the hallway. <laughs> Pray for the hookers. Remember that was in the everybody's mind <laughs> when he when he spined that hooker in the hallway. Warren got two hookers, which is impressive. And that's another thing we got to start thinking about. Super Bowl's right around the corner. The hookers are on their population. Way. The hookers oh, about to explode. Phoenix Open one week bleeds right into the Super Bowl. We got ourselves a hooker paradise for 14 days. If you have a Verbo or an Airbnb, don't go in there with a black light after it's over because there's going to be hooker juice and uh, rental sperm all over the place. Burn the sheets and mattresses. Oh, yeah, just get new furniture yeah. everywhere. I know you painted it all cute to be like, look, the walls are green and there's pictures of golfers and it's a golf motif. Every one of those golf clubs you have as decoration being used as a sex tool. There. Is that a sand trap? Yeah. Oh, if you have any sort of <laughs> cylindrical anything, it's being inserted into a hooker in your verbo. I mean, send send the hazmat teams in to clean that thing for the next one because there is hooker juice on everything. And, and things you're like, that's too big. They tried. It rubbed up against her. There Here's his quote. <laughs> that was the arrest video. I put six hundred dollars down, and everyone got naked. More in sap, and then he wanted. They wanted at more at the Renaissance Hotel yeah. downtown. They wanted more, and he threw him in the hallway, like physically threw them in the hallway. It was where another guy was watching Warren Sapp, you know, toss him out like garbage. Six hundred bucks, man. He, I figured he'd get some higher class hose than that. Well, I mean, they should have been charging more. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah. If you're spending less than a thousand dollars on your prostitute on Super Bowl week, you are you are you're getting AIDS. That's an AIDS hooker. I love how honest he was. Six hundred dollars is the AIDS discount. (laughs) I got AIDS, but the money you can't beat the price. You got to appreciate how honest he was. We were in bed and I started taking pictures of the two ladies naked and doing what they're doing. 
So I'm taking pictures because I'm silly like that sometimes. <laughs> he liked it. <laughs> I admire Warren Sapp for his honesty about the prostitutes. Had he not thrown them around, he'd be like Charles Barkley. But he picked them up and, and played a little midget toss with the ladies in the Renaissance hallways. And can't do that. This is great. I don't know. We, I'm sure we talked about this at the time. Eventually, one of the women began for, performing oral sex on Sap while the other one kept talking to him. <laughs> Sap was not happy with the talker. Why don't you use your mouth on me instead of using it? <laughs> Would you zip that trap up for a little bit? Then she asked for a tip. Yeah, and then they wanted more. 600's low. You, and look, Warren, I paid look. your one friend 300 bucks to shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's doing nothing. He should have made it rain a little bit more than 300 apiece. That's low. They had that hooker in Vegas. I tried to get pricing for my uh, friend's son, <laughs> and he d- did it on his phone. And the girlfriend experience was $500. And that means she gets to hang around for a little while and like, pretend like you're in love for a minute. Dote on him a little. And she was cute. But 500 bucks, and she'd have been there for like an hour. And also, the deal with the girlfriend experience is, and I, this is where I was like, this can't happen for any man of normalcy. Is that she got to go through her night's work, and then you were the last stop. So basically, you were oh. just you were just the melted snow plow. <laughs> <laughs> you're going in, and you're following up some stuff. Knew nothing worse than a hooker coming home from work going, I am worn out. What a day. You. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you request that. First in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to start your hooker process around four in the afternoon. You start getting them. Well, and then some of them start it like, you have to ask them, how long you been out tonight? I got started about eight. Ugh, it's two. You're three deep. Ugh. Ugh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's too many. Call me back when that change pass is recovered a little bit. And, you know, <laughs> what time do you start tomorrow? I, I want to be first on the docket. And then dad makes a call at 4 in the morning. But, yeah, 600 bucks for a prostitute. So, yeah, prostitutes everywhere. If you've, if, in fact, if you've got a Verbo and you're renting it out for the Super Bowl, you can brag to your friends you're getting 12, 15 grand for that thing. That's good. Good on you. Good business move. But go through that thing first and take out all the cylindrical objects that are one foot or or – Less, maybe, maybe even a foot and a half. Just be safe. Anything that's a foot and a half. There's that thing at the Aria Hotel. They have a piece of art in the hotel rooms and the suites that is a giant hand, and the the index finger and the thumb are pointed out. And I mean, every Chinese businessman has shoved that into a prostitute in Vegas. There's no question. <laughs> I tried smelling it. The, the staff does a good job of like it smells like Clorox wipes because they know you wipe that down every time. It's just a it's it's a giant phallus, and they use it for that. Get that paint too that repels stuff. Paint oh, the yeah. walls yeah. first. I think it's bare, maybe. Yeah, get that stuff. They're throwing chucking wine on it. Wipe it right off. Yeah, it's got a protective coating. Carpet. If you've got carpet in your verbo, pull, pull it, it out. Pull it. Pull it. Put in some tile. By the time you're done, get, get some tile. I'd go concrete right off the bat, and maybe stain that because it's going to get stained anyway. And just a black light. It would be fun to take Put the some black of that light. epoxy on that, oh. so that it's easily cleanable. And and if oh God forbid you've got those fuzzy things over your toilet. I don't know if people still have those. The things the the decorative yeah, toilet no. fuzzies. Get the ones those that out don't of there. Allow the seat to stay up. Your aids are everywhere. So welcome Super Bowl. And the billboards that are going to human trafficking things. We're going to have to keep an eye out for that. 
I don't know how I'm going to stop that. I don't know what they want me to do. I don't know why billboards tell average citizen, like, human trafficking's terrible. I'm like, I know that. What am I supposed to do? All I've learned in the last week or so is just look for Andrew Tate. Who? Andrew Tate. Who's that? The guy that uh, Greta Thunberg took down. Oh, that guy. He's oh, yeah. He traffics. If I see him and flashing his cars. <laughs> what are you going to do, though? I, I don't think. know. Just tell None somebody. Is that all you're supposed to do? human trafficker over there. But if he's not actively trafficking, eh, not wanted. Yeah, but all you got to do is say you should check that out. I think they're basically saying don't pay for sex this week. You're supporting human trafficking. That's pay for it a different week, right? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, so they, well, they don't uh, clearly <laughs> they don't care time. until the Super Bowl's here. That's true. There's never a billboard for human trafficking <laughs> until there's an event in town. So they only care, yeah, when it's like, hey, if you guys do this, you know, you're supporting it during, you know, Phoenix Open Super Bowl. It's very true. They don't give a crap about these ladies. It's where they at get all. the most awareness out? Sure, I suppose they just know that the hookers travel to your town. That's why they get trafficked into Phoenix. Which, by the way, nobody says they won't take the trafficking money. They have to stay in a room, too. They're good for the economy, these prostitutes. Because everybody's got to get a room. I mean, they're killing the tax thing. It's all cash, most cash. I don't think you're Venmoing hookers too often. Unless you're Warren Sapp, maybe you might. (laughs) Toss her a couple extra bucks on the Venmo. If you regulate it like they do in Amsterdam and some other places, it's more money to the government. Yeah, if you can get them to pay. That's the problem. (laughs) I haven't figured out how to get these girls to tax yet. Keep going cash operation. Yeah, they get rooms and they, they come to town and there's traveling. Human trafficking is terrible, but it's all coming to our town in a couple of weeks. And the billboards will pop up. Try not to pay for sex during those two weeks or you're a bad guy. Otherwise, you're fine. Those regular disgusting meth hookers down there on uh, Van Buren, available all year long. That term. Nobody Regular cares. meth hooker. <laughs> well, that's what most of them are. <laughs> Although I do go, uh, I have talked to a few bartenders who are like, this place is full of hookers right now. My friend oh. Max. I'm like, no kidding. He goes, oh. What you, you go, you go, share no, that No, I don't experience. want to tell that one because then people think everyone's a hooker. The, uh, um, where, where middle-aged or older men like to hang out. Bars like that. Like kind of calm okay. restaurant bars. Is there ever an Arthur reaction? <laughs> are you a hooker? Jesus, I didn't know. None of these guys know. <laughs> I've I've witnessed it. I've because the bartenders I've gotten to be kind of uh, we chat. And right. like, we got in here and you're like, that one and that one and I'm like no kidding. It's like yeah. And then the one my one friend uh, knew the girl that was there. She'd pop in every once in a while. She told him what site she was on and they've canceled the site since. But oh. whatever it was and he's here. Here you go. Or pricing like or it was the green dots, and each one was like a hundred dollars. She was at four hundred dollars that day. Which Warren Sapp would have like, what? They Four hundred dollars for just what? She's like, so the they have like surge market? fees. That's what I'm yeah. wondering. It's it's like, oh, they have surge fees already. Oh, wow. they're, they're charging extra for the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, there's surge this fees this whole right. month. Oh. you got the open. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Anytime. You got Barrett Jackson. All the events downtown. Yeah. Barrett Jackson's in town. Yeah. You've got the hooker surge fees are through the moon. Man. End of January, early February. But yeah. He but would, the open goes the week before the Super Bowl, right? Now? Yeah, it's because, week of. No, I think it's the week before this year. Because the Super Bowl's it's like always twelfth. Yeah, the Super Bowl is super late this yeah, year. Yeah, so I think they're run. I think you might be right, but I think because it usually is week of. But this year the Super Bowl's on the twelfth. I think the yeah, opens the week usually, before. Usually, traditionally, it's always the Sunday is the final. Most and then of the, the time, Super Bowl yeah. happens after that. Yeah. I thought it was. I but. think they're running the Phoenix Open the week before. Maybe not. Here, I'll look it up. If it's all the same week, we're idiots. Because you can get two weeks worth of uh, stay rather than one. But it is. It is going to be nuts. Bananas. Yeah, but they might have moved it because it's always been that way. But I, I don't think the PGA is going to adjust to the Super Bowl schedule. They don't care. It says February 6th through 12th. Yeah. Yeah, that's so the week. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, They'll go they, right up to it. 
That's horrifying. For that whole week in Scottsdale and downtown. Barrett-Jackson, I think, is the week before that, too. We're all going to lock down. It's frightening. It's going to be easy. And that other auction is in town, too, that same same week. Yeah, the steel. Yeah, yeah. steel, steel is that yeah. called? Oh, hookers. Hookers every Welcome. Uh, we should have billboards that don't say human traffic. So welcome hookers. But yeah, when Remember I, that old billboard we had still streaming? Maybe we should yeah. still hooking? Maybe KUPD should do it. Hey, welcome hookers. <laughs> <laughs> or just be careful, KUPD. Be careful, there ghouls. Go. There you go. It's probably a hooker. <laughs> if she's interested in you out of nowhere, it's probably a hooker. Tip, you know who. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that was the thing. I was Looking at the bar. to you, man, Goop. My buddy. Yeah, oh, he'll marry a hooker. That would be, a, that would be the final one. The... Uh, um, but I was saying, because it was the first time I thought, I'm in this bar, and they're like, these prostitutes. I'm like, no, you're crazy. And then he showed me the site. And sure sure enough, I mean, that's her. And I'm like, I didn't believe it at all. He goes, oh, they're here all the time. I'm like, how do you find out? And he goes, oh, you see these old guys. And they like they start hitting on her. Like, oh, this is great. And they leave, and then they come back. Like, you charge me money. And they'll tell the bartender. Like, and he's like, that lady was a prostitute. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. You think your shriveled old balls can... Pull wool, just sitting there having a drink, talk, not talking. She came to you, you jackass. Of course she's a hooker. Yeah, if, if you are normally a guy who sits in a bar and no one talks to you, suddenly a, a, a decent-looking lady comes over and starts giving you the time of day. She's a hooker. It just is that way. I assume they're hookers. Every time a girl talks to me, I'm like, this is a prostitute. There's no way anybody's interested in me like this for no reason. I don't walk into rooms and have girls go, well, that's it. I'm, I'm throwing myself at him. No, she needs a check at the end. It's nuts. All right, 702. Should we do the announcement? Yeah. Do it. All right, Cliff Kingsbury's been fired. No, it's oh, not man. yet, but it's got to be close. Uh, U-Fest 2023 is back, and these are fun. The party happens. Single de Mayo weekend, May 6th. Auction Pavilion. And finally, the guys, I like these guys a lot. They're, they're good dudes, and they're, uh, they've been around here for a while. The Black Moods mm-hmm. will be on the stage. The local guys have been doing really well for themselves for a long that time. That firefighter charity ball we did. Oh, oh that's right. They were, the, yeah, uh, uh, Black Moods are part of that. They've done a couple of things. Yeah. I've watched them. They're really good. And they were at the, the Italian Fest a couple of years ago, and they were, they're great. Uh, Gray Days is going to be on stage uh, early, too. And that's, uh, of course, the Chester Bennington's first band. And they do. They had that song with Chester they released last year. Remember that? Uh, the Warning. Fozzie. Jericho's coming, nice. to town, coming in with this mix. Uh, nothing More, which if you've never seen Nothing More live, you haven't lived yet as a rock and roll fan. Those guys on stage crush it. And then we got a co-headliner situation. I Prevail and Godsmack. That is going to be... A pretty sweet deal. So you got Godsmack and I Prevail rocking out the ending there, just killing what is a very good lineup uh, for the rest of the day. Nothing more. Fozzy, the warning, Gray Days and the Black Moods. It's May 6th, uh, and the tickets are going to go on sale January 13th. Live Nation goes up now, correct? Yes. So you can do stuff on Live Nation now. Yeah, it should be. And you can get there through our website, too, 98kupd.com. Go there, and it'll jump you to the Live Nation. What would I do there? You can't buy tickets yet? No, but you can see the pricing tiers. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. I don't have that in front of me. And we'll have all sorts of stuff out there. The one thing I always get lost at in U-Fest is when we have uh, Starfighter's Arcade builds that big arcade room, 
And I always say I'm going to go in there for a minute and play. And the next thing you know, I'm playing Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for an hour. Which is creepy. Yeah, I know. That it's like so re- creepy. Oh, that game is all about him saving and collecting children. Yeah. Ugh. And then you're like, how far did they take this? And the whole game is just Michael Jackson dancing and shooting adults <laughs> and saving children from rooms. It's weird. And I for an hour at one of the U Fest, I'm like, I'm missing the whole show. Uh, but it's uh, it's going to be great. So we'll get that May 6th at Auction Pavilion which everybody knows where that is. They're going to have a hell of a party. The weather should be ridiculous by then, and it's a heck of a show. Godsmack, I Prevail, Nothing More, Fozzie, The Warning, Gray Days, The Black Moods. Uh, that's going to be good stuff. Never seen I Prevail live. Have you? I think I have. They're I good. Am. Are they good? Yeah, yeah I haven't good. seen them yeah. yet. That'll be a good one. So uh, there you go. Good U-Fest uh, coming up in May. So there's your official announcement. Tickets on sale Friday. More than likely... Uh, Decent, uh, decent pricing available for most areas of that. And you get some VIP stuff in that, too. Uh, it's all available at LiveNation.com. Or uh, Friday morning, you just take your chances, 98kupd.com, and start buying those tickets to U-Fest, and we'll see you at the party. I like having those moments. Big, stupid. And by then, we'll have been done with the Easter keg again. Yeah. Ugh. Fantastic. Spring is right around the corner. Now that football's over for me, spring is right around the corner. <laughs> It stinks, though, because, you know, with my Steelers coming back and having a, a run at the playoffs and almost, oh, well, they're not in, much better season than I expected. Ended up 9-8, and eight, which is awesome. I was like, well, thanks, Steelers, for a nice, entertaining year. First half was terrible. Second half was great. Now it's on to the Suns. And boy, do they suck. That's hard to watch. They're just terrible right now. Under 500 now, which is brutal. Doesn't that mean that uh, if your Steelers mojo holds true, that the second half of the season for the Suns is going to be Boy, let's hope. on the I, rise? I don't think the, the Suns have that same They getting anybody push. at the trading deadline? Well, they're going to trade everybody. If your name isn't Devin Booker, there's a possibility, possibility you'll be traded uh, and you're on the Suns. Man, they are not in a good space right now. They're not good. And they're dinged up and injured, but boy, they can't even motivate themselves. When does the new owner kind of move in and yeah, take it's over? It's not even official. It's a year out? At least. And there are rumors and a couple of articles that have floated around that Robert Sarver is still pulling strings, even though he's not allowed to day-to-day activities. He still technically got the uh, phone call to make to say, don't do a thing. So he might be sabotaging some things that uh, these are rumors I've read that he might be, you know, still have a, a wedge in the door to say, hey, don't make any trades unless I say yes. And that could screw the Suns in a big way, big way. And they've lost six in a row. Oh, they're, and they're not pretty losses. Last night they took the lead, like 82-81. I'm like, here we go, boys. Way to go. And they end up losing by 25. That was 17-2 run right after that. And Cleveland's a good team, but ugh, it's tough. So, yeah, now you got to wait for baseball. If you're a Diamondbacks fan, that's no good. Hockey's hanging around Tempe. Meh. You go see the other teams there, though. Yeah, you go watch the other teams. It's just the same with baseball. Yeah. You just got to sit and wait for all the news. But Cliff Kingsbury will be fired later today. And we will have uh, – oh, by the way, always – just like, uh, um, you know, Jerry Glanville always left tickets for Elvis to Falcon games and Oiler games when he coached there. We will always leave tickets for – two tickets, by the way, for Cliff Kingsbury to all of our U-Fests. Two tickets to Cliff <laughs> anytime we have a show. There's two waiting for you at Will Call Cliff. Can we put it under Veronica's name? Yeah. Yes, it's under your girlfriend's name for anonymity's sake. We don't want you to wander around saying I'm Cliff. We'll have her pick them up. In fact, they're with me. I will always have two tickets for you, Cliff. Don't even have to go to Will Call. Just find me, and uh, I'll give you And Hopefully, I'll have both of them. There may only be one in my hand. 
<laughs> when Veronica starts asking, what are you going to do? Uh, and I do believe we have a wake-up song. Uh, Bert, give me yes. what you got. All right. Wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Now is the time to hit up Josh and the boys because the snow is ridiculous up north. And the trails are great right now, too. So if you want to go do the snow thing, you want to hit the trails on your mountain bike, Action Ride Shop is the place to be, actionrideshop.com. And, of course, check them out on all the social medias. And uh, we got we got tons of stuff that was requested, but uh, Toledo just told us we got brand new Godsmack here, oh, too. It's the one we've been playing for a little Oh, is it? Johnson Psyching Rock. It's, it's yeah, we, we know this one. So you want right, to keep stuff. doing that one? Or? Sure. Right. We'll go with a little Godsmack. Unless you got something else you can dig up on Godsmack for their brand new stuff. It's got an email from uh, Mender. It says, Instead of a MILF competition, you should have a hooker competition called The Price is Right and have the hookers come in during Super Bowl week just so you know your gauge, gauge your pricing if you're out there looking for prostitutes. It's a great idea. It's sort of a consumer report for not getting ripped off when, when you go downtown and there'll be prostitutes everywhere. Boy, it's going to be a madhouse around here. We offering free advertising for hookers? Yeah, not free advertising, but we're helping the consumer. Well, ladies, if you'd like to come on the show, <laughs> well, rephrase oh, that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> come into the show. No, no just let's. Um, if you'd like to attend, there we go. Yeah, the prostitutes are going to be everywhere. The sons are out of town that week, which is good. They got a game a weekend before, but what a what a. What an S show that's going to be. Oof. Be careful, guys, out there picking up on these broads. It may cost you. Oh, it's going to cost you. And again, have a little self-awareness. Girls don't usually talk to you, and suddenly you're, you know, heavily focused. It's a prostitute. You're going to lose a kidney or a wallet. Be smart. I'm from Wisconsin. We're staying over here at the Garden Inn. A lot of Inn. iced up tubs. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of ice. Why do you have ice in your tub? <laughs> oh, my muscles ache usually at the end of a hard day. No, that's you. That's for you. The ice is for you. So I'm a big cold plunge person. <laughs> your kidneys are going away. <laughs> I've never been in a situation where a girl likes me this much. Yep. Bye, kidneys. <laughs> Don't be stupid. And it's probably going to start earlier than you think, but man, I feel for those verbo people. Oh, the smell of hot salmon and oh. like melted cheese everywhere. Oh. It's going to be a. This thing on the splooge rate. What is that about? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I come into this house. I would do that. I'd be the worst VRBO manager ever. Look, I go into the house when you're gone with a black light. If, if any of it comes up purple, uh, there's an extra hundred bucks. And I'll take photos of it. You, you make me sick. You people are disgusting. <laughs> That's why I could never. I don't know the people that always say, well, we just rent our house out. You know, they have like a place in Flag or something. We just, we, we, uh, VRBO or Airbnb it. Like, you know what they do to that stuff? Do you know what I did? I, I had a, I rented a place in Sholo for my dad. My dad had a retirement party up there. And I rented a place at uh, Torreon. At first off, if they ever use that towel again, <laughs> the spare room oh, man. was a splugitorium. <laughs> oh, oh, we have to bring that to you, Fest. It was a splugitorium. <laughs> yeah. It's a clear glass box that I just hang around in. And then air shoots from the bottom. Set and the it clock. Floats around me. And if you catch more than 10 ounces, you get $100. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you can't use your hands. All right, I asked. <laughs> But I mean, it was brutal what was going on in there, and I'm like, ugh. And they had a locked door that just said "owners' closet," 
And that's where they kept their betting and things for when they visited. Yeah. Their private stock. Uh, towels. Uh, burn them. And I know you have your private stock. We still used your silverware and God knows what else I got stuff on. The headboard. Ugh. And I'm a decent human being. I can't imagine what pigs do. They probably got a subscription on Amazon Prime for sheets and bedding oh, and all that stuff. Uh, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it. I'd, I'd have worn gloves up to my shoulders. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. Uh, now I'll they're doing that. some of those things on VRBOs, just like they did uh, back when went to the wind for the first time. Yeah. You can buy. You buy all the they're stuff. doing that stuff on in the houses now. Wow. Like, you like this bed? You can buy the stuff in there? Yeah. Why would I buy? Not the, I mean, they basically oh. set up their own page where you can buy the stuff and they get a piece oh, of that. Oh, if you like this sort of mattress, you yeah. can get a sort of, you can't get that you sort of mattress. Right. Uh, okay. Thank God. Yeah. Say, yeah, you're not you taking that, that home from the wind. No, either, but, no, no. no but but you but like the gross. Yeah. I thought you did that at the RE. You oh, I did it at the wind. I did it at the wind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought Brady was saying you can buy the furniture right out of the house. Yeah, no. Pack up your truck. You like this? That bed's pregnant. Bottles of wine. Oh, Charlie Sheen's house is cleaner. <laughs> Yuck. And there's AIDS crawling around that place. <laughs> Yuck. Winning. Yeah, and people always say, well, let's go to, v- uh, uh, why don't you go to an Airbnb? I'm like, I'm not doing it. Megan said that a million times. We go on vacation, we should get an Airbnb. I know people who do it and they send pictures and the place is beautiful. I'm like, yeah, do you want to lay in there, slop, without a front desk? Like, think of the times we went to Disney, and we went in, and the shower was full of pubic hair. What did I do? Went right to that front desk. If there's no front desk person to complain to and another room I can move to, I'm not staying there. I ain't doing it. What if you walk in there, and it's just then they didn't clean it from the last one, and it's a splugitorium again? And who are you going to complain to? you got to stay in it. Hotels now? Ten I'm times better. I don't know. Brady? They seem to be cutting back on water. Brady? And how often they no, let you know on the... They're if, actually, I think it's better. They're telling you, yeah. if you if you really need service, tell they us. They come up and do it. it right now. And and I can call and say, give yep. me some maids right now. Rather than interrupting all the time. Exactly. Good luck finding the owner. Right. I went into the MGM Grand in Vegas once, went into the bathroom, and there was still a sanitary strip over the toilet. And, but it was bubbling over with uh, Texas gold. And the, 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 like, oh, Texas God, tea. somebody somebody blew it up to the rim and left the floaters and, and then managed to hilariously put the side. I gave him that. That was funny. Put the sanitary strip back on. I'm like, That's really good stuff. Or the maids did it, which is even worse. Enjoy. And I called down. And I'm like, get, get somebody up here right now. Because that was back when I was paying for this suite. Go in there, and I didn't, I didn't gamble enough to get free stuff yet. And I went in, and, and a, a, the manager came in. I am appalled, sir. I am so sorry. Do, would you like me to fire? I'm like, yes, fire everyone on this floor. It's disgusting what's going on here. And they gave me an upgraded room and all this extra stuff and free food and drinks for the weekend. I'm like, that's how it works. You go to a VRBO, walk in, and the toilet's got <laughs> – not getting free food. Yeah, that's, the toilet's got – you know, <laughs> you got a point there. Yeah, black gold coming on the top of it. Who am I going to call? Well, you got a kind of plumber in there. We'll get one in the morning. So I got to sit with this filth all night long. You're down to no bathroom. No, I don't do it. We got an outhouse. Yeah. Yeah, we can go in the backyard and shovel it up. There's a shovel in the garage. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in any of this. Give me a manager. Give me a front desk guy. Give me people that can get fired. And give me a new room. And you can't do that on an Airbnb. You're stuck.
Hey, the sewers are all backed up. What do you got for me? Well, that's the only house I own. God damn it. <laughs> I don't trust it. And I don't know who's cleaning it. There's no one to fire there either. Like, I can see Consuela wandering around the halls of the Aria. I know she's up there. Maybe they're not good at cleaning it. But I can go <laughs> and do that thing Mexicans do where they whistle and then they just jump to it. <laughs> 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 and they come running. And wave her in, I'm like, eh, and I point to it. With the, and the next thing you know, she's washing uh, floorboards and stuff. It's glorious. I don't know who your mate is at the Verbo. And if I stay there for three or four days, I got to clean it. I don't come home to a made bed and like rearranged little fruit things. I go home, I leave it the way I, I when I left. It's just like a house. It's garbage. I don't like those things. People swear by them, but I'm not a fan of it. I much prefer. Holding people accountable by, uh, you know, their employment. Ugh. And some hotels are gross. I remember we went to the Aria the one time and got a room for Megan's uh, sister and brother-in-law. And our room wasn't ready yet, so we went into their room and sat on the bed. And I looked across that weird blanket no one uses because we all know what it's for. That they can- And it had a <laughs> had a shot across it. The collection oh. net? Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> and I called the front desk because I had put these rooms up. Immediately, and I'm like, look, I'm not much of a complainer here, but uh, there's a shot of yummy across the little the, the bedspread here. So excuse me, here. and I said, yeah, your last guest evidently, or one of your maids took time in the room to shoot a shot across it. And come up here and look. There's no doubt this is what it is. Again, manager call. Oh, we are so sorry. And like this, I mean, yeah, it's gross. We'll get you another room right away. I'm like, right. You don't yes, like the Peter will. North comforter? No, we do not. And it was <laughs> it, it, it was decorated. It was right. decorated. <laughs> Like Fight Club, everybody knows what goes on in that room, but we yeah. don't need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't. We just need to know that it's been sanitized, yeah. and if there isn't enough sanitation, you got another one for me. I don't trust the Verbo, and I don't like the Airbnb. That's for me. Oh, they do a good job. All right, you stay in it. I'll be in a suite with people I can fire. <laughs> That's fact. Uh, let's do it. A little concert psyching rock for you. Arizona's most powerful. Rock Radio Station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.